Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com IMTB and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title free and start listening. It's easy. Go to audibletrial.com IMTB. Honestly, they're not that bad. Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I am Fern here with Dom. Hey there, everybody. So it is our first week in December. Very spooky. Ooh. Spooktember. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like a different mindset I have this year as opposed to years before or whatever, but... I kind of realized, like, damn, when they say, like, the holidays sneak up, they, like, sneak up. Because mm-hmm. I thought Thanksgiving kind of came by fast. I remember talking to my mom, and I was like, wait, is Thanksgiving next week? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, that's kind of whatever. It's Thanksgiving. Yeah. But then next thing you know, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, Christmas is just right, you know, three weeks away. And then, close being on topic and off topic, I was even talking to my sister, and she was talking about wrestling, and one of their pay-per-views is, like, next week. And I'm like, no, it's not. She's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, wait, really? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I don't know if it's just, like, yeah, if it's, like, a time thing, or maybe it's just, like, maybe because we got the 100 episodes, so I have a whole new outlook. But, yeah, they kind of snuck up on me yeah you're right because i mean obviously (laughs) going from october where i think halloween kind of took its time but as soon as it hit like bam 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 it like was like but i also think um for me like not working i think that also like how contribute to like the days start blending together more when you don't work (laughs) i found out um, and so, like, I was like, dang, it's already Thanksgiving. And then I was like, yeah, it's, like, next week. It's like, shit. And then, yeah, you're right, like, Christmas is what? How many, like, three weeks away, you said? Jesus Christ. And I haven't, like, bought my brother any presents. Because he, he hasn't told me what he wants. Yeah, I think, well, also, I think because we anticipate uh, Halloween. Because <coughs> some people, like, they get into Halloween and it's like, oh, as soon as... As soon as August comes, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's like the middle of September maybe is when we kind of go harder. And then we have all of October. And like we even said, even after October, we're like, no, nah, it's still like Halloween time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of how I felt <laughs> this whole time. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, so Christmas is like this month? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, November's already been done. I was like, geez. Because of that, I was like, let me watch some Christmas movies. So the first movie I obviously tried watching was Booksmart. Was that good? It was okay. Do <laughs> you think it deserves all the hype that everyone was making No, for? like, I really like the movie. <coughs> I honestly really like the movie. But the way that some people were saying it was, and then some dumb shit on Twitter was like, Oh, I just saw this is what causes it. I just saw Booksmart, like fuck the lighthouse, fuck some, something else. Can't remember. Like this is the best movie hands down this year. 
So I continue, and I saw I um I saw it on Hulu. So I'm like, hey, let me watch that. Actually, I actually was honestly trying to figure out like what's a good like Christmas movie I could put mm-hmm. it on. And then I go to Disney, and I'm like, uh, maybe not right now. <laughs> but anyways, I put it on, and I really liked it. It was awesome. The the girls are funny and all this stuff. It's cool, but it, for me, it just feels like it's a good movie. It's not great. It's kind of like uh, Lady Bird. I okay. liked Lady Bird, yeah. but by no means was it like, oh, it's best picture. Yeah, yeah it didn't, oh, it didn't deserve all the hype that it got. I it, it it is a good movie, but no, it didn't deserve all the hype. It's kind of the same. Okay. It, it, and then it it confused me because people made it seem like it was this nonstop laughing, you know, lol, whatever. It was funny. There was really funny parts in there, but it wasn't like all the time. Oh really? It's definitely more funny than like a bridesmaids because like for me, bridesmaids wasn't yeah. very funny. I mean, it has funny moments, but like I think. That movie, too, is overhyped a lot. Yeah. And I know sometimes, like, my vision and stuff like that can be skewed because, like, uh, I know I told you that, was it The Spy Who Dumped Me? I like that movie. I laughed a lot. I'm not saying it's the greatest, greatest comedy of last year, but I, I liked it. Like, I enjoyed it. And this was definitely, this definitely did feel kind of like... Like a, a girl version of Super Bad, okay. Because uh, I think that's what people were saying it was. I mean, it's obviously, you know, girls leaving high school, boys leaving high school. Yeah, them trying to get together. With oh, the, this is just know. the the SJWs version of Super Bad. Oh, they have to do that too, make it all politically correct. Um, but no, it was good. It, it was funny. There's some um, some funny parts in it. It just sucks because it has like. It's one of the, again, it has like Jason Sudeikis and Will Forte in there, mm-hmm. but they don't get to be as hilarious as I want them to be. So, but other than that, it was funny, it was good, but it wasn't like fuck the lighthouse good. You know what I'm okay. saying? I need to watch it. I would, I, I would say, time. like, if someone tried to nominate those two for awards, I'd be like, yeah, because they did, they honestly, it was their movie. They carried the whole damn thing. What if that was nominated for Best Picture? <clears throat> I'd be like... <sighs> uh, so far, the 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 first, I guess, Christmas movie I've seen so far is The Santa Claus 2. This was... Um, they told you my mom was going to make, uh, like, a... Like, she had, like, a party. Like, it wasn't really a party. It was She was just like, I want to make Thanksgiving again on Saturday. Thanksgiving, the redo. Yeah. Um... They're like, oh, let's watch The Last Boy Scout, because they were talking about it. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I actually, I haven't seen that movie. Um, but it's pretty good, like, for what it is. Um, a funny story, though, because my dad, because my brother was in Boy Scouts, and my dad did Boy Scouts and stuff like that. I think I, I think I told you that. But he saw that it was called The Last Boy Scout. And so he's like, "Oh, let, let me take a, let me take them to go see this," and it's like a hard R like movie, <laughs> and like one of the first scenes is like this this guy trying to get this girl to like blow him in a hot tub. <laughs> I would have been like, "You're you're my favorite uh, like scoutmaster." Just don't tell anyone else. Like, look, I took you to see that. <laughs> but anyways, um, afterwards we were my sister wanted to watch the ASU game, and then we were just switching it back and forth between that and the Santa Claus too. Wow. So, before we wrap this up, one thing I was going to rewatch was 
the Princess Diaries, mm-hmm. which is one of those things where it's like you want to watch something, but you're like, gosh, should I watch it now? Should I wait? Should I watch it now? I know. I should hate I that I do that. Or like, you know, you're going, you're going through something like, oh yeah, like I, <clears throat> I went through HBO and I saw, um, <clears throat> I saw Us was on there, and I was like, oh, let me watch it. But do I want to watch it right now? <laughs> I know. I I hate that because then I I take too long sometimes, and then they take it off. I'm like, Fuck. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I can't watch that. So, so I was going to, but then I was like, ah, I'll, I'll wait. And then I just rewatched the Mandalorian over, but I was telling my sister, so now that they have all of these awesome movies, and that they're making original content, can they make a third part? Because they talked about doing it before. Then That's I started true. thinking about it. And I was like, they should make a Christmas one, so mm. they could double bang their bucks. That's true. But yeah, no, I mean, I I guess like, I guess like. The idea of it doesn't seem so far-fetched anymore. No. Not just that, but just in general. Because, like, like the way Di- the way that Disney's approaching this, the, the app makes it seem like they're willing to kind of go out of the way to do this stuff. Like, for instance, yeah, we got the Mandalorian, and we're going to get other Star Wars stuff. And, you know, they're working on the Avenger stuff, and that's big because that's Star Wars and Avengers and stuff. But then, like f- out of nowhere, they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do um, new Lizzie McGuire episodes." It's like, where the fuck did that come yeah. from? Now, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just was like, oh, that's <laughs> kind of random. And then I started thinking, and I'm like, yo, they could kind of do this for a lot, and and they could probably make a lot of bank because it's like, what was her? Uh, Selena Gomez, like she was on there with the Wizard Show. Like, imagine if they did that shit over, and they were like, "Oh yeah, new like mini episodes or whatever, mini series of a new one." And well, they fucking I yeah. I think they're doing that with the Proud Family too. I think they're they're doing more episodes of that. Yeah. Also. <clears throat> or they pick up like, um, yeah, something like a Princess Diary, right? Where it's like this movie that these movies people love, and they're like, "Hey, let's." Either, you know, a mini series or movie or whatever, but they pick it up again and you can, because I know they can pay these actors and it's just like, it's it's more original content, but still giving people what they want. And it's like, back in the day, it seems like, even not that far ago, it seems like it was kind of, I don't know, or I don't know. You hear a show being canceled and you're like, I hope they bring them back, you know. Uh, deep down inside, I'm still waiting for for um, Community to get a movie. <laughs> so yeah. I know that that stuff's still there, but now Disney actually has the capability to do this stuff, and and tenfold. Like, because we're talking about just Disney, but you know, what about Hulu? What if they're like, hey, let's just that '70s show movie. Like, we'll do it for Hulu. Sounds ridiculous, let's call it but that '80s show. Oh no! Wait, no way. <laughs> that seventies, nineties reunion, huh? Uh, no, um, but yeah, I don't know. I I went down a like I just started going down a hole of like, man, they could do so much with this, and that's one of those things that we talked about uh, earlier. Is like people kind of disliking the app or what all this stuff or oh well they don't have all this stuff, but it's like, but imagine what they could do. Like, imagine, just imagine if they're like, mm. yeah, fuck it, we'll do that. Yeah. 
I wish, especially because of how much money they have. Like I said, I they're, they they're doing do the stuff now with like bigger things. So it's like it doesn't seem so far fetched anymore that Disney's gonna be like, "Here's that Jungle to Jungle remake you guys wanted." I don't know. It's just here's that Flubber sequel you've been asking for. <laughs> Wait, where's Robin Rumble? Oh, well, this is that. No, this is where Flubber has to deal with his death. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is the fucking news. All right, so you know how we have the MCU and we have other cinematic universes because I can't think of anything right now because. They're probably not good. The only thing I could think of would be like, what is the um the one for glass, like the Clover Train Five One? I don't know. Something like something that. weird like that. Well, anyway, so you know how we thought we hit th- that Universal's Dark Universe was dead, you know, buried. Well, I guess it's not. It's not dead yet. They are going to be bringing out um, Invisible Man, not starring Johnny Depp anymore. Thank God, because it would just be about him beating his wife the whole time. Invisible Woman. Well, that, the, eventually they're going to do that one, too. Oh. But this one, it's starring Elizabeth Moss. So, but I guess... So the way that they're kind of doing it is they're, they're, they're releasing them to be, like, their own thing. Like how Marvel was doing it at first. Cause, so it's going to be that, and then they're going to have one called Dark Army, which is by um, Paul Feig. We don't know much about that. Um, it's just, we, we don't even know if that's the real, like the title's going to stay. I guess they're going to do a Renfield movie about the Dracula servant. Then the invisible woman, which is going to be directed by Elizabeth Banks. Um, and then I guess, uh, James Wan's Frankenstein. I kind of feel like they're kind of putting the cart before the horse again, where they were doing it last time where they're like, Hey, we know that you guys haven't seen the mummy movie. But look at all the actors we got promised for for this whole universe. And as a sneak peek, Russell Crowe's gonna be in in this one. He's Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde, I think. But see, I I, I understand that the w- the way that they they want to go about it, like let's just release all these single films, and then we can kind of connect them all. I think that's what the Dark Army one was supposed to do. Was supposed to be kind of like a like oh here's the Universal monsters. And here's more monsters that you didn't know about. But it's like, I feel like they're just kind of doing the same thing. We're going to see, like, Invisible Man, and we're going to be like, oh. Oh, okay. And then they're going to cancel it all again. Yeah, I think uh, I think they fucked up because we, I'm pretty sure we talked about this. don't know if it's a podcast or not, but they should have started something with way, something way more interesting. Yeah. Like, um... They could have started with uh, something we haven't seen. Because the mummy, it sucked because people were like, yeah, Brandon Fraser's mummy. Right? Yeah, they did that so well. <clears throat> and and people were like, no, 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 it's not. And even though we were how far removed from those movies, people still brought them up. Yeah, because so, they did such a good job with them. Yeah, so that was <clears throat> that was already, uh. And doing a Frankenstein one would have been like a, uh. Because how many Frankenstein movies did we get? Yeah, how many Frankenstein's that we have? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> honestly, it's way more than we even realize. No, I know. Um, so with that, it's like they could have easily did something like um, what's his name, uh, Creature of the Black Lagoon. That's something that I think would have worked 
because at least he would have done this before um, Shape of Water. Mm. And so it would have been intriguing that way. And then it's something we haven't seen in a really long time. You know, something, well, at least proper, we haven't seen in a really long time. And that would have been an easy way to kind of get in because it's unique, it's different, and then you could have kept going. But instead, they're like, no, you want the mummy and you want Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's like, I, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they did that with Dracula Untold. I think that was supposed to be also part of it, right? Was it? I think so. I think that was supposed to start it, but then people didn't really like that one except my mom. So then... <sighs> Then they did the mummy because they're like, well, people people love Tom Cruise, right? And I think it goes back to what we said. Yeah, remember, actually, yeah, because I remember, um, remember when all this was in the beginning, I got confused because there was I Frankenstein, and people were like, no, that's not a part of it. And then there was the uh, um, other Frankenstein with uh, Daniel Radcliffe, mm. and they're like, no, that's not a part of it. And that was, and that was like. But didn't they say we're getting a Frankenstein? And then even, uh, I think Guillermo del Toro was supposed to do one. Yeah, they, they were then, supposed to do The Bride of Frankenstein, yeah. I think. And, and, it's like, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. So we kind of knew all this stuff was coming, and somehow they still fucked it up. And I feel like they're going to do that now. And maybe it's just me, but the last, like... Invisible Man with uh, was it Kevin Bacon? Well, that was Hollow Man, uh, Hollow okay. Man, whatever. But like <laughs> that idea of having an Invisible Man, it just like it doesn't excite me. No, I I don't think it really excites anyone too much. I I, I don't know. I don't think the idea really like gets you like oh yeah like oh like like what is an Invisible <clears throat> Man? He's just invisible. Yeah, I think what would be cool is if they if they did this stuff. In the universe, but focused on, like, the monster hunters or whatever, right? Mm. The keepers. And then that way you can have an invisible man come in the same as a Dr. Jekyll. And then there's also a mummy. But you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to do something that like that anyways, then you could do the whole Spider-Man thing where you have the two villains, quote-unquote villains. But your story isn't just focusing on them or them. You know what I mean? If you if you really want to build this, because like I said, people are gonna get bored of the just a whole movie of the mummy right now. People mm. didn't want the idea of a whole movie of Invisible Man. It doesn't excite me. Bride and Frankenstein would have been cool, especially with the yeah. Guillermo del Toro attached to it and Angelina Jolie as um, Bride. But I, I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like the idea of the monster universe is cool too. I like yeah, it. It is. But I just feel like it's another... I feel like they're doing these missteps. You know what one I thought was pretty good and they they could have kept up from there? Was the one with... um They redid The Wolfman with Benicio Del Toro. I thought that movie wasn't that bad. Everyone hated it and I was like, why? It's a Wolfman movie. Like, I don't know what else you want. That could also... See, that could be another thing where maybe this is the way people say, I'm like, man, maybe we don't want these monsters like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, honestly, I think them taking like a weirder, more out there um, path with this whole dark universe probably could probably pay off better than just giving these because these monsters are classic mm. and people are going to like some of them. People are going to hate some of them. That's just how it goes. That's yeah. how it's been for how, how long. Exactly. But I, I feel like. For 2019, this 2020 era, they 
they could have done it a lot better, a lot different. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. I don't know. It, I get it. Their movie uh, production, they know what to do. They, you know, they're the big stars. They're big shits. But it's like people kind of gave you your answer not that long ago with yeah. the Mummy, and then you still kind of continued. Although, I I think we brought this up a long time ago. Is if they took that more um, independent, like aesthetic, and made these movies, I think that they'd work a lot better because you can work on more of the horror aspect as opposed mm. to just like the spectacle aspect. Because the Mummy was very much just an action oh. movie. Oh hell yeah! But imagine if you actually had like a Mummy movie where it was legit. <laughs> something stalking you like is kind of like that, it follows yeah hmm. or imagine imagine a, a frankenstein movie in that vein or a, a wolfman movie or a swamp thing movie not swamp thing <laughs> you know what i mean yeah could you run the black again like imagine if you had these movies that had had a more like quote-unquote low budget independent feel hmm. and look and aesthetic I think that that'll work, especially now where some of the stuff is actually doing really good, and it not only brings in like eyes, but it also kind of brings in um, praise. That's hmm. true. But what do we know? So, Menem Masoud, he's the guy who portrayed Aladdin in the live-action version of Aladdin. He was recently um, interviewed, and he was saying that how. Even though he was in this big blockbuster of a movie, like Aladdin did really well, right? Not only, like, I think critics pretty much liked it, but I think um, commercially it did, a, did like, like blew apart the, the box office for, for, for when it came out. Um, but he said that since then, he has not got any audition or any, any anyone, like, coming to him to be like, hey, you want to be in this, you want to be in that? And he's, um, he said that... He's not, like, complaining about it or anything, but he's just saying, like, this is just kind of, like, what he gets a lot of time are, like, people saying, oh, well, you must be doing so well since you were in, like, this big, like, movie that did, like, so good. And it's, like, but, see, that's what some people don't understand about, like, these things. It's, like, just because people were in these big budget films doesn't mean that they're just be... If he was a a young woman, I think he would have gotten calls right away. Or if he was a white man, I believe he probably would have got more calls. But because he's like he's like Egyptian, so they they look at him. They're like, you, you're you're close to being like what we want. But the description in the in the in the script says he's a, a man, a young man of like mid twenties. He's like, I I am. <laughs> no, no, I know, but it doesn't say he's Egyptian. It's like it doesn't say he's any ethnicity. No, he's white. You can go now. And I, I feel like it's, and like he's bringing to light like a problem that we still have. And I feel like that's something that other people have brought up too. Like, where like a lot of women go into audition for like men's roles because they know like they're not going to have these roles for women. And yet, like, if they can outperform like the other men, they can be like, oh, well, maybe we should change this role to be a, a woman. And does Oh, you're telling me it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman who's in this role? It's just whoever the best actor is should portray this person? Yeah, next. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's something that we've kind of we've always talked about. Yeah. Um, it's something we always try to do, and it feels weird because we talked about wanting to do this, but then making it feel like by us doing it, it almost feels wrong. Where we look at someone and say like, "Yeah, you could play that person," or maybe in the script the person doesn't do anything inherently quote unquote gay, but the person that's you know playing it is you know gay mm -hmm. and people will be like oh yeah well I, I didn't know that and it's like yeah because you don't need to know that they're gay but yeah. you know they can be gay yeah. and, and like that subtlety it, it seems so normal to us where it's like yeah okay like okay so we have we have this person and and they're playing like the next door neighbor and blah 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 and it's like yeah but like did you go out of your way to find a trans person it's like no Oh, so they're not in the movie. They're they're just playing like the woman. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> they're sure. just playing a next door neighbor. Yeah. <laughs> unless we unless we like physically have to be like, oh, this is a woman of twenties, you know, blah blah blah. Or oh, this yeah, this kid. He's you know, he's fourteen. Unless we go out of the way doing that, we don't we don't really care as long yeah. as we get someone that's like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. But in Hollywood, that's not how it is. It, you know, how many times have we talked about, especially, uh, I feel like it's a, while, it's a while ago now, but we were talking about how a lot of a lot of like trans people in Hollywood aren't getting roles and then they get upset and then people are like, well, why are you getting upset? And it's like, because the roles that are made for us, we can't even get. And then the roles that we go out for, we don't get because exactly that. People are like, but we're looking for a woman like late twenties. It's like that's yeah, I'm a woman late twenties. No, but we mean like a not to be mean, but like a woman woman. And it's like, yeah, I'm a woman woman. <laughs> Lol, you know what we mean. And so it's like okay, yeah. so then they can't go for those roles, and they're like, all right, well, what about this role of this like it's about this trans woman and blah blah blah, and they're like, oh well, we're actually gonna get um. We're gonna get Scarlett Johansson oh my God. to play this role, and it's like, but I'm I'm a trans woman who went through this stuff in her early twenties, and I'm also the same age as a person is in the script. Yeah, but have you seen Scarlett Johansson? Eric? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's stuff like that where, yeah, you're right. How many times have how many times have someone how how many times have like a black guy went out for a role and be like, oh, yeah, but we're looking for someone like like an older white guy. Like, we, really want, we weren't looking for a black guy for this role. Or how many times do they even, like, they cast, like, an older uh, older guy, but, like, his romantic lead or his, the, his counterpart has to be, like, a younger woman, right? It's like, why can't they be contemporary? Oh, don't, don't. Let me tell you where that actually has to work, okay? So it's because, like, the, the, the way that men work and the way that women work, it, it actually makes a lot of sense when you're dealing with film. So uh, I know sometimes it looks like it's wrong, but it's actually very fitting. Who the hell let Woody Allen in here? <laughs> trust me, I know all about film. I've been making film forever, and trust me, it's not weird if the girl looks like she's barely 18. Who knows? Maybe she's not. I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm a filmmaker. <laughs> I don't look at age. But, you know, like, it doesn't matter if the man's Somebody get him out of 40 here. or 50 or 70. It's okay if he's a little bit older and the girl's a little bit younger. It's totally fine. Jesus Christ. 
Like that's all of his. Like literally, that's all of his movies. Yeah. Um, both on topic and off topic. This whole thing with uh, Gabrielle Union being mm-hmm. fired. Exactly. Howard Stern even uh, was talking about how he was saying that Simon Cowell somehow is always like he always like keeps all the guys the same. He's like they can be super old, super fat, super disgusting, super ugly, but somehow they're always getting these new girls. They're always getting these younger, more attractive girls coming in and out. Yeah. And it's like, huh, shit. Yeah, yeah you're right. right. <clears throat> and it, it's something like that where, yeah, because people just look at it and like, oh well, that's fine. It's whatever. I mean, her situation's way more because it seems like it's more more about race than anything. Yeah, and her trying to it honestly just seems like she's just trying to be like a a civil person, like someone who's like, hey, I'm trying to respect people, and they're like, we don't do that here. Yeah, <laughs> but. I mean, that is Hollywood. That's a part of Hollywood. That's what we see all the time. We see these people who they don't want to put these roles for these certain people. And they're like, well, yeah, well, this is kind of what we're looking for. And so we're going to, you could say that we're playing it safe, but we just know that we're going to get this out of this actor. But it's like, but if you never let these people take these roles and you never know what's going to come out of it. Yeah. I get that you guys want to make money, but like you can make money by casting people that you didn't think were going to like blow your expectations. And also like I feel like it's it's not just like a change that needs to happen at the top because obviously it does. Cuz you you can you could tell this is coming from like executives who all they want to do they're all old white guys so they're like yeah 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 I, w- I want to see nothing but Scarlett Johansson and one of the Chris's. Yeah. And a movie. That's it. You mean Chris Rock? You're fired. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> God damn it. But it also, like, it has to, like, at the middle, too, like, with, like, I think, like, casting directors, too, they, they do that, too, where they're like, well, I know so-and-so is not going to want this. So it's, like, this is what we have to go for. So it's like it's something that it's like the the whole the whole thing needs to like update itself, and that's one thing that like Patricia Arquette always um, like advocates for, like, and and it's like yeah, I don't understand why people still need to be advocating for certain things in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> like we are literally this close to twenty twenty, and we still have to sit here and say hey. How come women don't have equal pay? And hey, how come people of color can't get the same jobs as other people? And hey, how come you have to be, uh, or after you're 30 as a woman, you don't get roles anymore? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's. You get this, the mom roles. But, like, why, why even that, right? You know, the side characters that only have maybe two lines. God. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Um,. It's really interesting to see, uh, I watch a lot, but a lot of like, um, like UK based TV shows and movies, Mm. because for some reason they can get it right where I can watch a movie and there's some person of color in there and it just seems normal. Yeah. But then you make it like a American version or you come to, you know, you're, you see a similar story in America and it's like. It's very white. Yeah. And when it's not white, it's like, oh, you see? 
Asian people. See what we did? You know? Yeah, it, no, you're right. You're totally right. Like they like anytime I do see anything like that where they just kinda they're there. They 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 live in society. They don't have to worry about anything. But in like yeah, Americanized movies it's like oh, it's always there. Yeah. And then you think that and to and to a small extent that we've had a lot of progression and change, but then you keep looking at this stuff and you're like, Yeah, you're right. Um how many times have we heard about some random story and it's like, damn, really? Like that's fucked up or uh, like the like the Gabrielle Union thing. It seems yeah. so ridiculous. Like never did a million years, especially with her, because I don't know. Maybe I've always loved her, but oh yeah, no, she's always been so like positive in my lifetime. And then all of a sudden, like all this negative shit happens, and it's like, how? Yeah. Like, she. <laughs> and then one of the most di- like bullshit thing is one of the things that they cite of her being fired was like she was difficult. You know why she's difficult? Because she was asking people their pronouns. What What are your pronouns? Do you like to be called him, her, they, them? Yeah, she's being she's being too PC. Yeah. She's being too SJW. Like I don't understand. Like why can't you just look at somebody and you just say what you think they are? No, it's yeah. It's, it's honestly it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, and it is frustrating because as two people of color who would love to do some stuff in this you know headspace of art and media and entertainment. It's difficult knowing that we're gonna be there one day, and people be like, "No, we're actually looking for like, like, like filmmakers, real filmmakers, like that guy." You mean that random guy holding a camera? Yeah, I think we'll go with him instead. God damn it! <laughs> but I mean, what do you expect? Change? Yeah, right. I, I wish. I wish things would change. Maybe, maybe when. When like we've we talked about a million times over when when old Hollywood finally dissolves and all the old people, all the boomers finally get out of here and we start getting, I don't know, level headed people yeah. in these positions of power, maybe then. Yeah. Uh, who knows? People like to sell out too. Guys, my parents rented that movie, True Lies. I've watched that scene where she strips over and over and over. Silver Surfer is the loneliest dude in the galaxy. I mean, the Punisher is pretty haunted. You have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) Allison Bannister. Hi. Would you? I don't know. I like her. Yeah, I like her too. He's got a thing for me. I like you, Zach. She's hot, like Charlie's sister. Oh my God. Yeah. Let me see that. Give it back. You want it? Come and get it. Stop. Stop. What did you do? What did you do? Do you remember Daryl Harper? I got a call from his mom. Guess he never came home last night. Did you see him at school today? Are you okay? There's just a lot going on right now. Josh? We should go back. What? I don't know, but I just keep thinking of his mom. Don't go back there. You need to listen to No, me. you need to listen to yourself.
you're scared all the time. If anyone asks, we're not friends. Super Dark Times is a 2017 suspense thriller coming-of-age story of a few teens in a small town and some murder. Teenagers Zach, played by Owen Campbell, and Josh, played by Charlie Tehan, have been friends since forever. One day while going through the yearbook, they come across Allison, played by Elizabeth Cappuccino, a fellow student they both find attractive. They even stop by her house, telling stories of her before they see a light turn on and the boys rush off. Sometime not long after, the boys meet up with two more friends, a kid named Daryl from their school and an 8th grader named Charlie. While hanging out at Josh's house, they make their way down to the basement where Josh's older brother's bedroom is still intact while he's away in the armed forces. They find weed, nunchucks, porn, all before Josh tells them of something way cooler, a sword. So the four of them hang out in the opening near the woods where they start slashing water with the blade. While Josh shows Charlie how to swing, he sees that Daryl has the bag of weed he specifically told him to leave alone. The boys get into a heated argument before Daryl gives him the weed back. But as he starts to walk away, Josh starts talking shit back to him. With sword in hand, Daryl and Josh start getting physical, leading to Daryl tripping and falling onto Josh, piercing his neck with the sword. With all the boys in shock and Daryl gasping for air, Zach pulls the sword out, which leads to Daryl bleeding out faster. Still gasping for air, Daryl gets up and starts running away as the boys make chase. He doesn't get too far and Daryl falls into a small dry bed. Now fully dead, the three of them make up their mind that they're going to lie about the body. They throw the sword down a small cavern and Zack says he'll get rid of the bike. As Zack starts to do so, angry, frustrated, sad, he punches the brick wall, breaking his hand. As he comes home, he's met by Allison, who stopped by to say hi. Playing off his injury is falling off his bike. The two end up in his room and nearly kiss before Zack comes to tears and the two just sit there hugging. Zack, still dealing with the murder, is trying to play it straight, but he finds it hard when Josh stops coming to school. He even tries to talk to him, but nothing happens. Worried, he finds Charlie at his middle school trying to talk to him about what's going on. Charlie tells him to never contact him again, saying they need to play it as if they don't remember anything like it's a normal day. If all this wasn't enough, Allison starts to show more affection towards Zack, but being emotionally drained, he can't even recuperate the same feelings even if he wants to. Josh finally comes back to school, but almost immediately gets sent to the principal, and the rumors of Daryl missing still ring out throughout the school. The night of Allison's party, Zack shows up to say happy birthday. As he goes to find her, he sees Josh there and asks him why he didn't say anything about coming. But before Zack leaves, Josh gives Allison his present, the bag of weed from his brother's room. A few days go by, and a classmate asks Zack if he knows about the dead student. Thinking it's about Daryl, he tries to play it off, but he tells them it's about a different kid. The blue-haired kid at Allison's party who wanted weed from Josh. Zack starts to put two and two together, thinking Josh had something to do with the blue-haired kid's death, and soon goes from worried about their secret to worried about Josh. 
Zack finally goes back to Daryl's body and sees that it has been defiled and the sword has gone missing. Now scared of what Josh might have done, he goes looking for him. Not finding him at his house, he thinks of the worst and rushes to Allison's, where her brother tells him that she went to her friend Megan's house. As he gets there, he sees Josh's bike before slowly entering the house. He hears noises coming from upstairs before grabbing a fireplace shovel and making his way upstairs. As he opens the door, he sees Megan bleeding on her bed and Allison tied up and crying before Josh swings at Zack. The two fight around the house as Josh gets a few shots in on Zack before they make it outside. Josh gets Zack good in the leg before they start rolling over on the floor. Now choking him, Zack is saved by the neighbor coming and grabbing Josh. As he sits there, cops all around the house. He sees Allison on a stretcher and Josh in the cop car. Months pass as Allison survives, living her days like she did before the incident. Super Dark Times. The sequel to Fast Times. Did you know that? What? No. Yeah, because they both have times in them. Oh. A movie about... It's just a couple of teens living in a small town. Yeah, they're just coming of age. Yeah, coming of age, and, you know, stuff happens sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, you know, you're you're hanging out with your best friends, you know, looking at um, high school yearbooks and pointing at all the attractive girls, and the next thing you know, you're killing your be- one of your other friends. Stuff just happens sometimes. So, Dom? Uh-huh. Seeing as you love this movie so much, go ahead and tell me what you think about it. When you first brought this movie to my attention, it was one of our friends had had suggested it and had said, hey, this is a really good film. Like, how come more people aren't talking about it? And I was like, here we go again. It's probably going to be like a <laughs> um, like one of those films that like, it, it, it's like a super independent film and like a starfish. And I'm going to watch them and be like, this is this movie sucks. <laughs> but as I watched the trailer, I was like, hmm, intriguing. I wonder what this film was about. And then with that opening scene, I was immediately hooked. Because they do this thing where it's kind of... I, I've seen it in other films, too, where they kind of... They, they hook you in with like something that doesn't have anything to do with the film. But like it kind of does, like symbolically... Like, the movie opens where they're at the school and someone's broken in, but then you learn that it's not someone, it's it's actually what, it was a deer that broke in, and the police are there and they, they have to, like, put the animal down, and we get to see Allison for the first time, and then the movie moves into the, so it's 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 setting up that, obviously these ominous things are happening, not supernatural but just that ominous things happen sometimes where an animal will break into a school and the, the instead of shooting the animal they decide to just stomp it to death then the movie goes into like showing like josh and and zach and we get to see that they're like super like awesome happy like tight-knit like best friends right like they go out of their way to show that like and i and I like I love the way that they did like with the mood and the the atmosphere and everything and then we and they introduce all the characters and everything and just the cinematography is amazing in this film and even just like his deterioration of um of Zach 
like because he's so guilt ridden, right? With with what happened, and he's also so becoming so obsessed with not only like someone saying something, but then Josh and Allison, and then like all these things, and like he starts having those like dreams, and like the dreams are just so weird, but like so symbolic, and. Uh, this movie just is so good. Like, I love the way that they did like everything about this. Like, the actors are good. Like, for being like teen actors, like they're they're really good. Um, I love that they said it. Like, I think it's like what like the nineties. I think. Yeah, they're supposed to be like mid nineties. Oh, this is the mid nineties. Oh, this oh, is mid nineties. Oh, we're talking about mid nineties. Oh. No, we already did that movie. Well, it looks like the episode's over, guys. <laughs> yeah. So. One thing, after you get done with the movie, I was sitting there, and I was like, it's a good movie. Kind of reminds me of something, and I couldn't place my finger on it. Just couldn't, couldn't place my finger on uh-huh. it. And like you said, these weird, ominous things happen, right? Where you're like, oh, this just happens, and blah, blah, blah. Well, then, I, like, sometimes I'll, I'll read the synopsis or, you know, description, yeah. just in case sometimes I miss something. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I'd be like, oh, shit, I guess I didn't wrote. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, as I'm reading it, and I'm like, I know what this reminds me of. My friend Dahmer. Oh, yeah. It it was almost like, oh, but, shit. But, like, from, from the other guy's point, like, if it said you did my friend Dahmer, but from more of the other guy's point of view? Yeah. And, I mean, it, it was like, it's not just because it huh. feels, like, very independent. It just... I don't know. It just a lot of it just very seemed. It seemed very close to, to to my friend Dahmer in a sense. Um, then I was like, it's kind of interesting because our first episode was my friend Dahmer. Yeah. And this is our first episode of our new, you know, hundred whatever. Yeah. When when I put that together, I was like, yeah, fuck, yeah, because you're right. It's you're seeing like what. The one thing that we always loved on my friend Dahmer is we knew that the movie wasn't going to be necessarily gory or crazy, but it was it was kind of like being in this mindset of this person who grows up to be this ridiculous, disgusting killer. And in this movie, you see that happening, but you also see a different perspective of it. It, it almost like, what if this happened to... Jeffrey Dahmer, and he realized, oh, this is kind of fucked up. Because you're right. You have this accident, and the whole time you're watching, it's like, what are these fucking kids doing? And then you think, like, okay, well, something has to happen. What's going to happen? They did they did this, and then instead of just trying to own up to it, they're like, we're going to hide the body. Which, it's one of those things where I think people will look at that and say, like, oh, that's a plot hole, blah, blah, blah. But... I was trying to put my mindset of these kids, and it's like, well, they're in, like, this small town, mm. middle of nowhere. Who fucking knows? Where? I actually don't even yeah, know where I it's don't know. But um, then they have this death that was a total accident. Everyone knows it's an accident. And they don't go to the cops. And I was trying to think, like, why would they do that? And I think it's just it's one of those things where they were just in the moment, and they were trying to figure out, like, how do we not get in trouble? Because when you're a kid, all you think about is like, how can I do this but not get in trouble? Exactly. How am I gonna be now? I'm not gonna get in trouble for this. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that's really the only thing. If it's like, come on, 
She just went to the cops because you're white. I yeah. just went to the cops. Be like, oh, we're putting on my, my brother's sword. And they're like, checks out. That's a very white kid thing to do. And then the, he tried to attack me because, you know, I took my I took the weed that my brother had and he had, but I took it back from him. And, you know, he just found the sword. And they're like, oh, sounds like a very white case. Okay, okay. All right. And okay, now you guys are free. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and you're saying that the black guy in town didn't do it? No, he had he was are you sure? But did he, go did, get him. did he tell you to do it? No. Oh. But hmm. we can go pick him up if we need to. Well, why? He had nothing to do with that. You know what? Stay here. We'll go get him. And you guys go home. And then probably tomorrow we'll come and we'll let you guys know. <laughs> no, but um, other than that, like, you're just... <sighs> Once that happens, that is, like... Because you're watching this movie. And it starts out so weird. And you're and I'm literally... Because... I remember like seeing part of a, a trailer a long time ago, but I didn't re- like. I think I got it mixed up. It was one of those things where I got it mixed up with different movies. Like there was that movie, what was it like? I'm not a I'm not a killer or something like that. Um, and I think I got something. It's either like I'm not a killer or I'm not the killer or serial killer or something like that. But um, I think I got it mixed up with that movie and something else. And it just kind of, it was one of those things where it just kind of, eh, I didn't really pay attention to it. And then, yeah, when when our friend said that, she was raving about how great it was. And I'm like, okay, we've talked about film before. You do have some pretty good views on, on movies. So, you know, yeah, I was like, hey, maybe we could do it. And then even then, I didn't even try looking it up. I didn't ask you what it was about. I was like, oh, whatever. So I'm watching it. And I'm thinking like, okay, so what's with this movie? Yeah. And you're watching it. It starts off very weird. And then you're watching it. And it's kind of normal. It's kind of normal. And I'm thinking, so what? I don't get what's going on in this movie. And even during that, like up until they start, like the the right before he gets stabbed, like when they're chasing, I was like, oh, they're gonna kill that kid. And he does it. Then I'm like. Okay, so then what? Is it just that? Is it just? But then I was thinking, well, because Sebastiana said it was crazy, and yeah. you said it was like, yeah, it kind of just keeps going, and I'm like, but where? Like, I, <laughs> I was trying to figure out like what, and then that fucking scene, the scene where he's in he's in class, and it's it's just that it's him in there, and he's tasked, and you and you think he's like trying to play off like, oh yeah, yeah, and he goes, no, no, no. Blah blah blah, and it's like what? And then as soon as, soon as he said that, I was like, "Oh shit, he's a killer!" Yeah. <clears throat> and then that's when I was like, "Oh fuck!" Then I was trying to think where, because as moviegoers, we want to figure out what's going on in the movie. Yeah. So I was trying to figure out where it was going, and honestly, I kind of didn't really know. Like. Up until the end, I was like, okay. And then the end comes, and then I question myself at the end. I guess we'll get into it. My theory is that Allison has something to do with it. See, okay, so I went on YouTube to just to refresh myself. So I wanted to watch, like, you know how they'll they'll have, like, um, Foundflix does, like, the ending explained, whatever, where they kind of just review it and they, they talk about it again. But then I was, I saw, yeah, I saw that come up, like, theory about the ending, and I was like, 
what? So I put it on. And yeah, like, I guess there's like a, a whole, like, people were thinking that, like, she has something to do with it. And they bring up, like, a lot of good points. But then even the guy who, like, he, like, I, I was convinced a little bit. But the directors debunked it. And, like, there's other things. But he does bring up this one point that, like, to me was like, you know what? That kind of sounds like that might be right. He was talking about how when uh, she's on the bed and she has, like, the sun on her eyes. Yeah, she's, like, basking in the yeah. glory. But, like, I think he's already shown the knife. Or, or the, not the knife. The sword already and stuff. And and then at the very end, when she's driving in the car, there, there's, like, that sun hitting her. And she's, like, sitting there, like, sitting in the glow of the sun again. Where it's, like, wait, normal people wouldn't do that. They wouldn't associate, like, these different things as good things if something bad happened. Yeah. Them. See, because here, here's my she thing. She does act kind of weird in the film, though. Yeah, see, because here, here's my thing. is It starts off with her, mm-hmm. right? And that's something they bring up, too. And it ends with her. Mm-hmm. And So I, she's the main character. Basically. Yeah, and, and, on all, and honestly, throughout the movie, it was kind of whatever. But then I was like, why would they end it on her? Yeah. And, and at face value, you could take it as, well... Their story ended, her story's beginning. Yeah. Right? Like this the story is all about these two kids and blah blah blah. And she was just entangled in their, their mess and then but, they're taken out. But I think that and they, here's someone who has to live with the the aftermath of everything, right? But I think the fact that they bookend with her Well see that's what I'm saying, is like that at face value, that's what you get. But then I'm sitting I'm like, but why would it end with her? And it starts with her. And then she is, she's honestly, throughout the whole movie, she is, she's a string that goes through everything. Yeah. She's the reason why they go to her house. She's, you know, she's, to an extent, she's the reason kind of why, in in a sense, but also not, she is further having like this wedge between them because she doesn't, does she? But... Maybe she does, but she doesn't know that this happened and that they're dealing with this, but she's still there. And she knows that she even says, like, is it because of me? So she knows that she's like somewhat this this uh, negative force, I guess, between these two best friends. Right. And then even after all this stuff, like it, it doesn't just focus on like her, but it focuses on. On her being clean and washing away, right? So you're like, okay, you're right. She's like sitting there basking in the sun and blah, blah, blah. And she's in school and she like touches her thing and she does hide it. But it's not like she doesn't, it doesn't feel like she's scared. It's almost like, oh, it's a memory type of deal. I mean, I could be looking into it. Because what was that from? I forgot. She, I think she touches her neck a, a few times in the movie. But in the back, he cuts, he like, yeah, he cuts her right there, right? Which is another thing because it's like, so if he was just a plain murderer, why, like, why didn't he murder her too? I get, yeah, I mean, I get it because, you know, he kind of does have like an affection for her, but I I don't know. But no, but like, as we've seen with, like, because we're into um, serial killers and we listen to all these things, but we know that once they start getting into it, they, Normally, we'll kill everyone there. Like, 
they're not going to stop at just the one person and leave someone else to be um, a witness. They're going to kill both people that are in the room. Yeah. I mean, he goes, and that's another thing is he goes after his best friend. There was a point in time where I even thought, oh, what if they, what if he stops and then they just do it together? Because. Well, see, that's what, that's where I kind of, when I first saw it, I thought that's what was going to happen was that they were, that him and her were doing it together. Well, what I thought was that they were both going through, because they literally went through this thing together and. We only saw his deterioration, his sitting with it, trying to be normal, but it hurts him. Like, Oh, you're talking about Zach? Zach, yeah. We didn't get to really see Josh, even though we knew he was going through his own shit. So I thought it was going to be like, he tries to tell him, like, no, no, no. And then he's like, yeah, dude, like, look at, look at, like, all of this, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was going to kind of change him, where he's like, look at... We could, you could have turned me in. We could have, we could have took care of this whole thing with Daryl a long time ago, but you didn't. You know what I mean? Like, I honestly thought they were gonna go that way, and then they go back upstairs, and then yeah, they kill her. <clears throat> but they didn't. But then, yeah, but then the ending comes. And I'm like, but why would it be her? And and I yeah, I guess it is a fan theory. You know, the director said it didn't happen, but. I don't know. I guess going down the fan theory, just like, it could make sense. Maybe. I don't know. But her character is a little weird in this movie. I think, it, but I think that's just kind of how she's supposed to be. Maybe. But. I don't know. Just, <sighs> she is, she is a weird character in the movie. And it, and it does seem kind of crazy how we start off with her and we end with her. But mm-hmm. the whole movie is about these two friends. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but see that this is why I like this film. <laughs> yeah, that it makes you think about. It, it makes yeah. you like, well, what what the hell was going on with this or with that or like, yeah, like why does it need to start with her and end with her? Is it because she's wit- the the first part is her witnessing something gruesome and then the end is her having survived something gruesome? Maybe. Like, I don't know. Like I, I don't know it. The fan theory makes it super interesting. Yeah. Because it, it adds a layer there that you wouldn't think. It makes me feel like she manipulated Josh from the beginning or something, right? Like that could be it. Who knows? But even just on the base level what happened, it's still a good movie because you have this you have this movie where if you're taking it at face value this girl is just a girl that it was in their lives. She never wanted to be a part of this. She didn't know what was going on, right? If you, she just happened to like Zach, and then you know that led to her being kidnapped, almost <laughs> in a sense. But either way, like any way you want to take it, face value or fan theory. The movie does it really well both ways. It lets you, you're right, it lets you go into maybe this did happen, maybe this happened. Oh, maybe maybe we aren't looking at it properly. Maybe, just like what my friend Dahmer, how we only saw with his vision, maybe we're not seeing the vision of what was really going on. Mm. Maybe that's it. I don't know. But um, either way, yeah, this movie's really good. It's... I wouldn't say it's like the most shocking or gory or whatever, but 
it plays out so well. Yeah. And and like I said, even after you know the first murder, the killing, the accident, you're thinking like, well, okay, what's gonna happen? And as soon as the second one, you're like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> and then even at the end too, like I was thinking he was gonna get there, and nothing was gonna happen, and maybe it was all in his head. Maybe because maybe because he's been dwelling on this so much, he's not seeing the stuff correctly. Because uh, that's I guess I guess kind of like that's what the 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 junior high kid was kind of insinuating, you know, that he had all this stuff. Because he's like, I'm just trying to process it. Let me just t- hear you out or hear me out, and blah blah blah. And maybe because he didn't have that, he, like, fucked up his head. And I was thinking at the end he's going to go and he's going to break in. They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know? (laughs) Like, it could have went that way. It could have went a lot of different ways. Exactly. And I I think a movie like this does that stuff really well. And at the end of it, yeah, I get a little confused on, like, why her. But I guess, like I said, at face value, you could see that. And, yeah, I don't know. Great movie. I, I really, really liked it. Yeah. I just this yeah this movie is just so good. It was shot really well, directed really well, acted really well. It just it's like the movie itself just looks amazing. Yeah, if you haven't seen this movie, go watch it. It's Netflix right now. Yeah, it's it's a it's honestly a really good movie. Mm. If you like, if you can stomach independent films and like a really good suspense movie, this is a good movie. So I wanted to talk about something that has been coming up more recently, especially on online when I read certain articles or I watch certain videos on YouTube, and it's kind of upsetting me a little bit because I'm like, okay, like I'm torn between it because on one hand, I don't like big corporations that are essentially monopoly, but at the same time, it's like, but I do like certain content from certain people, right? A lot of people have been complaining about Disney, and I think it's about time we finally talk about Disney. So, what a lot of people complain about is that well, there used to, there used to be six major studios, and now there's only five. Well, you're wrong. I just looked it up. There used to be seven, you, you idiots. Now there's only six, um, which is Universal, Paramount, Warner Brothers, Disney, Columbia, and Lionsgate. Um. <clears throat> and a lot of people like to bring up how like they're they're choking um innovation in film and it's like how when like this year has been nothing but like i feel like not nothing but but has been a lot of inv- innovation in film especially like um midsummer and the lighthouse like you're telling me that people would have gone to see these films like years ago i'm pretty sure pretty sure not and what's something that's ridiculous to me is that look at how much support pre this this merger that it was getting, right? Like, everyone was all, yeah, finally we're going to get um, X-Men in the MCU because they're going to own Fox. And look at what they're going to do with this and blah, 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 and this and that. And then as soon as it happens, everyone's, they flip, it's like that, it's that stupid idea that everyone has to be against, like, whatever everyone else likes. Where it's like that's I think that's what a lot of the Star Wars people were too, but that's completely off topic. But one thing I, I will say is like they they complain that there's like there's not as much innovation. It's like yeah, but at the same time, 
the way we consume media is changing. I would count nowadays Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon as part of the big studios because they make their own content. And then look at Apple. Apple makes their own content. I wouldn't count, I wouldn't count them yet. But HBO, I might count too, even though they, I think they work with Warner, right, a mm-hmm. lot. Um, but they, they make a lot of their own content. And so saying, saying like, oh, well, that stifles oh, all these independent people. And it, it doesn't. Look at how, like, we still see movies like Parasite. Is, I, that movie has got, like, I think 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. And people universally love that movie. But would it have come, I mean, is, is Disney going out of their way to be like, oh, well, you can't release that here. No, because it has nothing to do with them. They're complaining about. Things about like Disney Plus and and like oh well this and that and blah 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 and it's like I feel like you guys are complaining about the they're complaining about it for like the wrong reasons. It's like I I understand where you're coming from. I get it. Like I hate that they're a big corporation. That they make billions of dollars, but at the same time, if they're giving me something like Disney Plus, The Mandalorian, you know, um, like Frozen Two actually was pretty good. Endgame was awesome like at that at that point like are you really going to complain you can go and want then watch warner's warner brothers movies right do you have to watch disney's movies you can sit there and be like okay well i just choose not to watch them anymore the idea that disney is stifling like independent whatever real filmmaking is dumb because you're right there's places like netflix and and even a little bit of hulu and um and amazon that they're the ones who are buying these movies that other people wouldn't see yeah i mean if it wasn't for netflix who knows if i ever would even known super dark times would have been a thing or look at um what was it um, i am mother yeah i am yeah that's something that they went out of their way to i, I it's one of those things where i don't know if they produced it or if they just waited for it to I think they bought made. it. Yeah, right? and then they bought it. But either way. But even look at like Cloverfield too. Well, I was going to say, either way, those platforms are making stuff like independent filmmaking way more accessible than it ever was before. Before it was like you had to go to you had to go to the artisan theater mm-hmm. and and wait for it to to, you know, come for the two weeks, you know, <laughs> that it's showing and but it only shows those two weeks, like, six times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to do that anymore. Like, yeah, there's still places that will show those independent movies and stuff. But now we could go to Amazon and you can order it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you don't have to wait anymore. Yeah. It They pretty much help. It honestly helps the independent scene by giving it a platform to see. Yeah, that may be different than, like, going to the movie theaters or blah, blah, blah. But even then, it's still it's still uh, an option. Like, there's still movies. You're right. Like, like Parasite that are being released in theaters that people are still going out of the way to go see. Lighthouse. People are still going out of the way to go see. These movies aren't necessarily being swept under. It's just that these these places now, like a like Warner Brothers, like Disney. Yeah, I get it. They're these big powerhouses. But so far, and it seems like in the future, they're fine with separating themselves in their own company. I mean, we just saw Jojo Rabbit. That's technically a part of Disney. 
but it's not. No. Yeah. <laughs> but we we were still able to get that. If you would have told me five years ago, like, oh, you want to see this Disney movie? It's like, what's it about? Uh, it's about like this little boy and his like uh, imaginary friend. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, it's Hitler and they're in Germany in like the late forties. Oh, <laughs> you'd almost be like You're <laughs> bullshitting me. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, like they still made it. It was still produced. We saw mm-hmm. it. It was good. Like, yeah. So where where did that come in? You know what I mean? Like exactly. these these movies are still being able to be made. Even if sometimes these companies are being brought up by other companies, it seems like there isn't, there really isn't any stifling that's going on. And I will admit that we are still in the beginning stages. Yeah. This Disney thing being a, as big as it is, you know, it's still very new. And what Warner wants to do and what these other companies want to do, like, who knows? You're right. Who knows what's going to happen? But the idea of these, even if even if Disney does start dominating box offices, it doesn't mean that film is going to change because, like I said, it's evolving. We're, we can go to Netflix right now and I can watch thousands of different independent movies that I'd never be able to see in theaters. Yeah, like it's just it's possible, and it's and the crazy thing too, and it's not just independent movies from America. I could see ones from India. Yeah. I could see ones from. Korea, I could see ones from England, you know what I mean? Like mm. these things, these online uh, platforms are giving us the option to say, like, hey, if you want a career in independent movie making, you have it now. You don't have to keep selling out to a Disney, to a Fox. It's like becoming some of our favorite creators, the guys from uh, The Endless and, and, and Resolution. Oh, yeah. Yes. Those guys, they decided, well, we want to make this stuff either way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and they and they went out of their way, and it shows in the re- resolution. This film is low budget, but they make up for it by giving you a great, like a like amazing story. Like the story, like exceeds everything that you thought, and that makes up for like the low quality. Yeah, and that's something that who knows if it would have been possible ten years ago, fifteen, twenty years ago, because. Who knows, maybe they made Resolution 20 years ago and it didn't do really well. And then they're like, oh, shit, well, who knows if we can make these other movies. But now we have things like Netflix, like Hulu, like Amazon, all these all these streaming sites that want to host these movies that we're able to see stuff like this. And we're like, that's fucking awesome. And now we're able to, and not just that, but social media has this where we can go to those creators and be like, hey, I'm going to follow you in everything you do. Or not only that, but like, look at Netflix. They go straight to a creator, like Mark Duplass and his brother, and they they say, hey, we love what you did with... They did Creep first, right? And they're like, "We look at... How many movies did they give them? Like six? Because they gave them Creep 2, and then they're like... And they make some other movies. And that's what they did. Because they saw like, oh, these guys know how to make a film. Like, what if if we invest in them, they're going to give us good content. And it's funny, too, because like we... we, You brought up um, um, Booksmart earlier. It's like, that movie, people, like, critics praise, right? Nobody went to go see it. You can't complain that, like, it didn't do well when it came out when you didn't try to go out of your way to see it. I don't know. It's it's just another way from people to bitch and complain. It their idea does have a little bit of like honesty with 
with the fact that Disney being this huge powerhouse. Because yes. even though we love Disney and we can't stop watching stuff for the do, we know how problematic that is. Yeah. But we're not sitting here complaining about, well, oh, now I'm never going to be able to see the Creep 3 because Disney's taking over and then they're going to, oh, they're going to crush them and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, because I know if I want to go see Frozen 2, I can go see Frozen 2. If I want to see... Uh, Creep 3, then I'll wait for it to come out on Netflix so mm-hmm. I can see Creep 3. Exactly. Guess what? I'm happy both ways. So, I don't know. There's more to be said about that, but uh, we'll get into it. We'll obviously get into it another time like we always oh, do. Oh, yeah. But <clears throat> I guess we'll just say thank you guys for listening, as always. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, we appreciate it. We had 100 episodes, and we decided to go... Even more so, and now you can listen to every single fucking episode we ever did on Spotify. I think we're lucky, too, because I feel like Spotify and Apple are starting to realize, like, hey, podcasts are going to be more (laughs) solid than prior to, Mm -hmm. where I think people just saw, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I'm pretty sure it's this past decade that's shown them that, right? Like, it's taken them a while to see, because podcasts started back in, like, what, like, the late... 2000s like mid yeah okay mid that's late. right and and back then what like people were not even like i i remember i heard podcasts and i was like what the fuck is a podcast yeah i remember Threskill had a podcast for a little bit i don't remember and that was that was weird for me but yeah i think honestly i think more so in the last like seven to five years mm-hmm. it's become more prominent where these things are starting to become like legit yeah entities and so, yeah, it's so it feels good now to be on something like a like a Spotify, <clears throat> and you could catch all this shit on there. Plus, we're starting to release it on, on um YouTube. on YouTube. So if that's something that you guys go to, whatever. Like I said, our idea is we want to just keep expanding, keep getting better, and we know that change is coming, and who knows what we're gonna do, but. Thank you so much for sticking around. <laughs> See yes. what else we're gonna do. We do have, like I said, we have some really cool shit we want to keep going on with. So, if you want to follow us on our Instagram or Twitter, that's mm-hmm. intb underscore podcast. Um, you can email us directly at intbpodcast at gmail dot com. And like I said, fo- follow us on uh, Spotify. And you'll get them right away. Um, you go to YouTube. We have a link. In the description of each episode for our YouTube, that you can post check on there. As soon as we post it, um, to everywhere else, that posts right away to YouTube as well. Yeah. So, or you know, wherever if you listen to us on Stitcher or mm-hmm. Google Podcast yeah. or whatever it is, Apple, just make sure you give us a follow there so you get the episode new every time. This last time uh, we wanted to release it way earlier, but. Like I said, things get in the way and whatever. But, yeah, thank you so much for following us and continuing to follow us. And we appreciate it. And, you know, we are here at 101 episodes. And who knows how much more we're going to get. Yeah. So let us know what you thought about Super Dark Times. Did you like it? Did you hate it? You think we're wrong about Disney and they they should be taken down? Or did you like Santa Claus 2 more than Santa Claus? Let us know. But until then, guys, as always, remember. It's not that bad. It's not.